Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the EFG Daily Commute. My name is Steven Dutzman. I am your host. I am also the founder of EngagedFamilyGaming.com. That's a website on the internet where parents like myself and my co-hosts come together to make sure everyone has the information they need to get their family game on. Sorry about yesterday. I had zero voice. So there was not much that I was going to be doing in the way of recording in the morning. As you can hear, I'm a little raspy also, uh, but I'm getting there. So today I would like to talk about Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. It's coming out November 15th, PS4, Xbox One, I believe PC, uh, not Switch, uh, probably PC coming to the Origin Game, ser uh, game Service uh, with EA. So um, the reason I want to talk about this is it turns out that we have more information now um, compared to when we watched the big chunk of it during the EA Play uh, live stream before, ahead of E3. So at E3, they showed us a 15-minute long uh, play session that was apparently a live play played by a very skilled player. And it focused primarily on lightsaber combat. Now, I have a hard time saying that that was a bad idea. Um, we were all in. I really appreciated it. I liked how cool it was um, using force powers and, you know, running around with a... I mean, who doesn't want to be a space wizard with a ninja sword, right? I mean, they really demonstrated that. Um, and I felt all in. Our, in fact, our whole war room was all in. However, <coughs> excuse me, um, the uh, the remainder of the industry, there were a lot of folks that were like, wow, this combat doesn't look all that great. It looks very easy, and it looks like you're just going to you know, take these stormtroopers out in like two seconds, and there's not going to be any kind of combat variety, etc. So there were some folks that actually expressed some concerns because it looked good, but it didn't look like it was going to blow anybody out of the water, right? And so, um, you know, and that was kind of where the week went, right? Like, you know, the, a lot of folks that, you know, a lot of pundits, a lot of podcasts that I listened to, a lot of folks talked about it being kind of bland and being just a Star Wars game that is neither amazing nor terrible or controversial, but just there. Um, and frankly, uh, being honest, even if that were true, um, I would probably be okay with that. The reality is not everything can be a 10. And, you know, that's just kind of the nature of creativity. Sometimes you're just going to play a neat little eight-hour romp. But it appears that there was more information that was missing. So there's a blog that was posted um, by EA, specifically uh, Stig. Uh, I believe his name is Rasmussen, um, but I'm not particularly certain what his last name is or how to pronounce it. Uh, but he worked on God of War 3. Uh, he's the reason why a lot of folks were really excited about this game uh, because it was going to be kind of storytelling from Respawn with action combat inspired by you know, kind of God of War. Um, and they actually released a 25-minute gameplay demo that was done... Uh, behind closed doors with press at E3. And 
it is a very different game than what they told us. So, essentially, they made a decision when they were deciding what to show to the public, to press, uh, etc. They made a decision to focus on, like, the lightsaber power fantasy. So they thought that that would be the easiest to explain to casual fans, to um, non-enthusiast press who were paying attention uh, to E3, because that's one thing that's interesting about E3 that isn't the same for the Tokyo Game Show or Gamescom or, you know, it is the, the eyes of the world are on E3. Like the USA Today sends a whole crew out there and the New York Times, things like that. They don't necessarily have people that are fully in to the video game space. So making, you know, talking about some of the deeper mechanics probably would have been, um, you know, a challenge to explain that and keep it engaging, right? So um, this 25-minute gameplay, which the video is actually up and available now. So if you go to, uh, I'm sure if you go to the uh, YouTube channel for Star Wars Jedi, um, Fallen Order, you'll be able to see it. Um, I saw it hosted on um, uh, on Game Informer, but the uh, it's 25 minutes long, and the biggest thing is that this game is a Metroidvania, and that's so. To some of you listening, you might be like Steve, "What the hell is a Metroidvania?" Um, that's really weird, and I will say yes, it is kind of a weird term. But here's what it is. Um, it's a portmanteau of, um, and if you might be wondering what a portmanteau is, it's two words jammed together to make another word, um, more or less. Um, uh, Metroid is the Nintendo franchise. We talked about it on our content a lot. Um, and uh, the Vania comes from Castlevania. Basically, um, they are video games where exploring the map is very important. Um, you will see areas that are blocked or blocked away that have secrets or additional paths or shortcuts that you cannot get to until later on in the game when you earn new powers. A, a modern example that we talk about a lot on our content is Guacamelee. All throughout the game, there are colored blocks and they appear everywhere. They block off secrets, they block off additional whole areas, and the idea is as you move forward, you learn new powers that will let you break some of these blocks. And the game encourages you to go back to these places and explore. Um, often, it, in some of these games, the doorway to the end of the game is right there in the beginning, but you have to move past it because you can't access it. Sometimes it's as simple as you need a double jump. Other times, it's as complicated as you need a combination of powers um, or a special attack that can break down a door or something like that. Um, this started with Metroid. Um, and Super Metroid and Metroid Prime, but in the process, um, Castlevania, which initially was just an arcade-style, score-based, left-to-right platforming game, um, evolved into a game that is all about exploration and backtracking and retraversal. 
and um, it turns out that's what this game is. You have a number of worlds that you can elect to travel to on your starship, and as you earn new force powers and other abilities, you can then um, go back and kind of re-explore areas that you may have already been to to get new treasure, um, new items, equipment. I mean, we don't know everything that you're going to be able to get, but generally you would get new powers. Um, usually there's some form of currency that you need in the game to help buy power-ups um, and, you know, maybe new force powers. Uh, and the and you just go back um and so they said that there will be at least three worlds that you'll travel between um i believe you know i don't know if they said that there would be more but there there's three that they're talking about now um and you can travel between them what's cool about having the three worlds is it does give you a um you know that without having to make each planet weird that is going to give you a variety of different locations and environments that you can explore. Um, so for example, there might be like an ice planet and maybe you're going to go to the swamp planet and get a attachment for your lightsaber that makes it easier to cut through ice or, or something. I'm sure lightsabers can cut through ice, but the, the idea is rather than have to like come up with some really dumb excuse as to why you can get through this specific thing that you can pick up the power up on a completely different planet. Um, I think that's neat. Um, you know, what's crazy is they didn't tell us that in the first place. Like I can understand not wanting to, um, use the term Metroidvania because it is kind of low, a loaded question or it's a loaded comment because a lot of fans, they hear that term and they have automatic expectations. And the other thing is, if you're not a fan, um, you don't, if you're not a fan that knows what that means, then it's just like word salad, right? Like it just doesn't make sense. So I totally get why they didn't use the term Metroidvania, but it's really surprising to me why they didn't extend the demo by five minutes and have him, you know, run by a secret door, maybe without telling us, and then fight some enemies and get to a thing where he gets a power and then runs back and then opens the door that he missed. Like, I don't know why they didn't do that. Um, you know, again, I'm not PR, so I'm sure they had a very valid and valuable reason, but um, it, it, it definitely interests me more now. Like I was all in before and, but now I'm really interested to see how they're going to do it. Um, you know, not every game, you know, in that kind of Metroidvania genre, um, is exactly the same. A lot of them have kind of like a different flavor to it. So I'm really interested to see how they make it work in a Star Wars kind of spacefaring, um, scenario. Um, but it, it, every time they have come out now and talked about this game, we've got more information and, uh, it's been exciting. Um, comes out November 15th. That is not that far away. Uh, as we progress through time, uh, things just keep getting more, <laughs> like everything just keeps getting crazier. Um, so, uh, that's really what I wanted to talk about today. I wanted to talk about how interesting it is, um, for me, 
that we walked in and I thought it was just going to be a simple kind of run, you know, running gun lightsaber game. And now all of a sudden we're going to have like this deeper exploration experience. Um, that, that makes it more exciting for me. Um, got to get my practice before Metroid Prime 4 with some of the 3D Metroidvania. Because um, normally I play them and they're 2D. It's a little bit easier. Um, but here I am. I got to get my practice. Um, and it sounds like it's going to be fun because it's going to be Star Wars. Uh, so now that we've talked about and we've revealed that this game is going to have like Metroidvania exploration style elements. Does the exploration make this game more interesting for you or less? Um, I'm interested to hear. Um, so I'd love to hear your thoughts and your comments. Um, I'd love for you to join our community and uh, go. you can go there by going to engagefamilygaming.com slash community. Uh, join up, share your thoughts. I, I'm really interested to hear, um, you know, is this, is it, does this make the game more interesting, less? Maybe you were just looking for a simple lightsaber game. Love to hear your thoughts. Uh, share it there. I will talk to you tomorrow uh, with another EFG Daily Commute. Uh, but until next time, don't forget to get your family game on. See you soon. Bye.